Coming up on this edition of the podcast, Eric Reed is finally signed by the NFL team, that team being the Carolina Panthers. We discuss LeBron James and his first interaction with the media as an L.A. Laker. We also talk about week four coming up in the NFL. And do the Houston Texans have a chance still to make the playoffs? Yes, playoffs. I need to see the Texans get out to a good start. I don't want them to. You're looking for moral victories now. Hey, we're 0-3. I'm looking for some kind of victories. Yes, you're correct, sir. I'm looking for moral victories. Yes, but if they can pull off a win against the Colts, it's not over yet. One and three, there's still a slim hope for the playoffs because the Jacksonville Jaguars lost to the Titans. The Titans, look, I know the Texans lost to the Titans a couple of weeks ago. I was going to say. Okay, they did. I know they did. I know they did. Don't say what I think you're about to say. (laughs) Don't do it to yourself. But don't do it to yourself. But don't do it to yourself. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast. The ultimate sports talk podcast. This is the New Channel Sports Podcast. I want to thank you all for joining us again today. My name is Oeni. I am one of the three hosts that is on the podcast today. I am joined by Chris and Trey. What is going down, Christopher? Bro, what happened to welcome? I like the welcome better. Don't you like that? Welcome to the new. I like the welcome better. Let's start over. Let's start over. (laughs) Welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host, O.N.Y. What's going on, Chris? What's good? You see how this flow right there? What's good, y'all? I tried this in different, man. What's going down, Trey? How you doing, sir? I'm doing marvelous, man. Marvelous. Shout out to Cowboy Nation, Laker Nation, Tomahawk Nation, ATL, Rays. Shout out. Uh, great day, man. So you got the Braves and the Astros in the World Series. Braves, huh? Astros, World Series, man. I'm telling you, if they make it, I'm going to every game. Every I, one I, through I, seven. I don't blame you. But one through six. I don't we're blame beat you. The Astros and six. The only yeah. thing good about baseball is the Astros and the playoffs. Oh my goodness. That's it. This dude. Nothing else. This dude. Hey, you you want to you want to poo poo on my my soccer? <laughs> I'm gonna poo poo on your baseball. <laughs> and, be, and before anybody says anything. The Duke Blue Devils are going to win the NCAA championship too. So just putting that out there too. That's my squad. They got number one, number two, number three, <laughs> number four in the nation. Come on now. <laughs> I just it's it's a great year to be trained. Stacks not even a name for it. They're overloaded. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so Christopher, Chris, sir. let's get started, man. We have a a segment for you, sir. Backcourt violation. Let's get to it. Let's do it. New Channel Sports presents versus backcourt violation. It's two parts of the backcourt violation. All right. In the beginning, I'm going to give you a little bit of history. So I'm going to ask you all a couple of questions. And then the second part of uh, the backcourt violation, I'm going to give you the violation of the week. Okay. Are y'all ready? Yes, sir. So I'm going to ask you all three different questions and see if I know the answer to it. When do you think the first African-American player played at Ohio State University? Like a year yeah, give me a, just a guess a year. Oh, 1967. 1942. Okay. Uh, and who was the first African American to play football at Ohio State? 1967. <laughs> I'm, asking, I'm asking who the player was. Archie Griffin. 
Okay. I have no clue, sir. Okay. And who was the first African-American to own and operate a car manufacturing company? reason why it's called backcourt violation players because we should know this are you trying to say no i'm not saying that the uh, point is is when i'm done with this it won't take more than eight seconds for you to know the answer oh what's, the, what's the that answer guy's player. name is it, give me the name of the company give me a clue what's oh, the name of the car company there's no way you go no it's called the, part of it's called the patterson car oh I, 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 okay so the first player played at ohio state black football player in 1893 1893 wow he's also the first african-american to own and operate a car manufacturing company all in one person his name is frederick douglas patterson obviously named after frederick douglas cool thing about him is look him up his father owned a carriage company mm-hmm. a car company one of the first african-americans to own that he took that over in his He's about in his 20s. After he went to Ohio State and played football there as a junior, he didn't graduate there. He ended up going to teach. His dad died. He took over the company. Water, I bring him up on the podcast. When he played Ohio State, first black dude to do that. And then secondly, um, to own and operate a car manufacturing company. I think it's interesting to put in the podcast. Just to, you know, feed your ears a little bit to learn about somebody that you probably never heard of. So in the future, when you hear about a person like, Mr. Patterson, you would know who he is. One real quick thing about him is it's really interesting. So you know when you hear about cars, you always hear about, you know, Henry Ford and stuff like that. Right. What's interesting is their their company, the Pattersons, they really weren't able to compete with Ford and them at that time because of the uh, the manufacturing they're able to do. So what they did was they went to local schools, they went to anywhere they can get their hands on and make a bus for people. And what they did was they were dominating that game. The only why you don't know about the Patterson family now probably is because of the Great Depression. Mm. So the next time you hear about who's the first African-American to play at Ohio State, or maybe who's... Frederick Douglass Patterson, Yes, sir. Got it. That's his name. Y'all ready for the violation of the week? Let's do the violation, (laughs) sir. This brother came out here. This brother being Tristan Thompson. Okay. This guy was being interviewed during media day. (laughs) And they asked him what the Cavaliers' chances of, you know, making the playoffs. He said... The Cavaliers are still the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. You need to start bringing a whistle. <laughs> every every time you say that, we're going to blow the whistle. <laughs> Violation. Violation, sir. So uh, don't get caught not paying attention. That's Tristan Thompson. LeBron James is not there no more, player. He must have forgot. He must have forgot. Maybe he was chilling with Chloe during the summer. He didn't know. Yeah. All during the summer, he just with Chloe. Yeah. He came back like, where's the bra? <laughs> you didn't hear? Yeah. He's in LA. So Tristan Thompson, you are the violation of the week, player. All right. That was the backcourt violation with Chris. Very good, sir. Frederick Douglas Patterson. Yes, sir. I remember that. I remember that. All right. You won't forget it. I won't forget it. No. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this, sirs. Um, let's talk some NFL. We got week four coming up. We're going to dive right into the Texans going up against the Colts. It'll be a shallow dive. <laughs> <laughs> oh you test my patience every time i come here trey every time but um the texans are in a dire 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 need of a win last week was a must win they screwed that up this week to say it's a must win is an understatement they have to look good they have to go up to indianapolis they have to win if they have the slimmest of hopes to go to the playoffs. Playoffs, yes, playoffs. They have to win this game. Um, 
I mean, that's it's just that simple. Did they have to win? Um, I'm going to make it known on the podcast that I am a fan free agent. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm lying, but I mean, to call this a must win is it doesn't really make. Last week was a must win, right? Right. For, so for let, all intents and purposes, the season is over. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let me let me let me let me elaborate a little bit more. I think I alluded to this on the last podcast. It is a game of pride. If the Houston Texans have any heart whatsoever, this game better be competitive. Now they can't get off to a slow start. Their first three games were very much slow starts. They didn't look like they were ready to play to the second half. I want to see them come out the gate and hit Andrew Luck in the mouth and play like we or what I expect them to play. They had high expectations going to the season. Let's see that Houston Texan team for four quarters. That's how I want to see. If Andrew Luck is going off and they lose, so be it. But as long as when that game is over, I have some kind of confidence in this team, that's fine. That's all I'm saying. I, I, and I can agree with that. The problem I see with the Texans is they have the players on the field who are supposed to make plays. You got Clowney. You got somebody to put an ABB on Whitney Merciless. I ain't seen this cat all season. It seems like he's allergic to touching the quarterback. I think they told him before the season, yo, your objective is not to rush the quarterback because he seems to have forgot how to play ball. Uh, in this game expectations, I think Will Fuller is going to crush the Colts' defense in this game, watch out for Lamar Miller. If you have a fantasy team, I would say my fantasy sneak pick of the week is definitely Lamar Miller because of the Colts' rush defense. Mm. Trey, you got anything to say, bro? Because <laughs> you, you had this look on your face of I don't know what to say. Growing up, my mom told me that if you didn't have anything good to say, don't say it at all. Well, you have been you know, going back now <laughs> since you're on a podcast. So, I mean, why stop now? Let's say what you got to say, bro. I want to apologize to those of you who tuned in to the new channel sports podcast because I don't think this is like us talking about the Browns. In, in fact, we could talk about cricket, um, Uno Championship, the the cornhole semifinals on ESPN. That that would be the equivalent of what we're talking about right now. You're talking playoffs and pride. That that's gone out the window, bro. That's that's been gone. Nobody, nobody. The Colts are going to beat the beat the brakes off the Texans. It's not going to even be close. So I'm just telling you so right the now. The Texans are going to be zero and five, basically. What you going to yes, say? Yes, yes, they're going to be zero and five. Okay, they're going to be zero and five. They are. They are as of right now. They. I mean, hopefully. I mean, and at this point in time, forget it. Let's just get the number one pick in the draft and get it over with. You know, let's just forget it. Let's just do. Let's do Cleveland Browns. You've gone from winning a playoff game to the Cleveland Browns. That's what you are to me, right now. Hey, man, Trey. No one expects you to to give your side piece any love, okay? <laughs> so we already know that. For me personally, I have to see some progression. There's no way a team this talented. No, don't say this talented because if, they if they were this, they are. If they, they are. were this, but they are. No, they, they, are. No, they, are. No, they are. If they were this talented, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't have lost games the way that they lost. First of all, well, and you, they wouldn't you be, in be talented. You could be talented and lose games. That's that's, that's obvious. Okay, Deshaun Watson's a talented quarterback. Am I not correct about saying that? He's not the quarterback you thought he was. I'm not saying that. I didn't say that. He's a talented quarterback. Okay, let's he, He's a quarterback that we all thought going in could help win you some games. Everybody in the NFL is talented. You don't get there without talent, okay? Okay, so no, I get okay, okay, okay. No, the level, okay, let's, there, let's, let's, there's let's say, levels to it. Yeah, let's, let's be Come specific about the levels of talent in this team. J.J. Watt, two-time defensive player of the year. Jadavion Clowney, number one overall pick. 
not even you, the same stratosphere. Those two aren't even in the same stratosphere. I'm just saying, when you put those two things next to their resume, they're talented. And JJ, and that was also 2016. 2015. J.J. Watt is not that J.J. Watt anymore. He looked good last game. He looked good last game. He looked yeah. good last game. And they lost. That's Okay, that's exactly and, and, my point. And that's exactly my point. Who do they play? So, hold on, hold on. Who do they play? I just want to make sure we know what we're arguing here because we, okay. can, we can get to the abyss and just forget what we're arguing here. We're arguing that the Houston Texans don't have any talent. That's what you're trying to tell me. I didn't say that. They're so, not as talented as you think that they are. Okay, so you're saying that Clowney's not a talented player. I don't think Damian Clowney's a very, I mean, when you say the word talent, I, he's not in the upper echelon of the people that play his position. Well, this, this, he's this, not. this is how I feel about the Texans. I think the Texans have a coach who's too smart. When I say too smart, he thinks he's too smart. And he has horrible game plans, number one. And unfortunately, I think the Texans play the wrong defensive scheme. I think they're in the wrong defensive scheme to begin with. When Jadevian Kalani leaves, not if, but when, I promise you people are going to be like, oh, this guy's raw. This guy's really good at playing football. We're just in the wrong scheme. Sometimes we have him lining up as a linebacker. Like, what are y'all doing? Texans have a lot of talented players on the, on the on the field. I believe that. I just feel like they're playing in the wrong scheme. Mm-hmm. You have sometimes you put Kareem Jackson in the slot. That just tells me you don't know personnel. The Texans don't have any athletic linebacker that can cover any tight end or receiver. They had moments last week versus the Giants where you had a linebacker in the slot versus Odell Beckham Jr. Are you kidding me, bro? Come on now. Otto Beckham's going to cook all your DBs. He's going to destroy your 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 uh, linebackers. That just can't happen. And, and, and that's honestly what I think is going to be the detriment of this Texans football team this weekend against the Colts. I think Ebron will eat against the 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 linebacking crew that you have covering him on this mid because Andrew Luck's gonna throw the ball fifty times. Yeah, they're not gonna choice. they're not exactly they're not gonna run the ball against you guys that much. And your past defense is terrible. Terrible. Now that that's a problem right and, there. And when they lost Bouye and they lost some people last year, you're like, oh we'll be all right. We'll be all right. And no, you're not. You wanna know how many incomplete passes you got man had last week? Eight? Two. Two incomplete passes? Two incomplete but see, Bro. this is this is this is part of the uh, me looking at the the cup as halfway full. I'm normally a halfway full guy. Look, when you it's have gone, when bro. you have that kind of production out of Eli Manning, and they lost the game by how much they lose the game? By. That game wasn't that oh, no, close. No, 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 no. It, it, it that got, game was not the that second close. half. The second half. The Texans won the second half I, handedly. The Giants didn't. I'm just think saying this. The second half Texans team was a totally different team, especially the, on defense, the, than it was in the first. The half. Giants go go into halftime and realize, oh. We're winning? We're, we're winning a football game? And I think they put that thing on cruise control. Nah. Nah. Nah, they, sir. They, they, no. I sir. think it's the way to run. I think the, the Texans saw what was going on, and in the second half, they turned it up. Okay. That's just what I think. The Texans— You're, you're going to lose to the Colts. If you, That's what you think, Trey. I'm just that's telling fine. you. That's fine. That's what you think. That's fine. But even if they do lose, I need to see the Texans get off to a good start. I don't want them to— You're looking for moral victories now. Hey, we're 0-3. I'm looking for some kind of victories. Yes, you're correct, sir. I'm looking for more victories. Yes, but if they can pull off a win against the Colts, it's not over yet. One and three, there's still a slim hope for the playoffs because the Jacksonville Jaguars lost to the Titans. Mm-hmm. The Titans, look, I know the Texans lost to the Titans a couple of weeks ago. I was going to say. Okay, they did. I know they did. Okay, I know Don't, they did, don't but... say what I think you're about to say. <laughs> don't do it to yourself. But don't do it to yourself. But don't do it to yourself. <laughs> I know they lost to the Titans a couple of weeks ago, but the Titans aren't that good either. Okay. They're not. Okay. 
And then you have the Colts. The Colts are not that good, great either. So if they can go into Indianapolis and win, there's still hope. Let me let me because say because of this. the quarterback play. Let me say this. So Elon Manning was 25-29, so he had four incompletes. I'm going to get that out. Okay. Second thing is this. With the Jaguars and the Titans. For some reason, the Jaguars can't beat the Titans. I don't know what it is, but they just seem, whenever they have their worst games, it's against the Titans. This is a divisional thing. But as far as the Texans, I think they're going to win this game versus the Colts. That's a Texan fan in me. If I were not a Texan fan, I would not be picking the Texans this week. I just, just, I think, I think the Texans have, look, I'm going to tell you right now, I have never picked the Texans to blow anybody. I think this is a blowout for a Texans has written all over it. I think that team has, they're going to wake up this game and be like, you know what? Everybody's talking about us. It's Deshaun Watson. They're going to come out there and they're going to win by at least ten points. But I can't, I'll put out there right I can't, now. I can't put ten points on Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien is a bad football coach. I understand and that. He may but be a it, worse comes, it comes to a point in time where the players have to be like, you know what? We have to win this game. Let me so, tell you something. You're going to have three receivers for the Colts have more than eighty yards in receiving. I believe a tight end will have at least 80 yards, and they'll have two receivers eclipse 100 yards receiving against y'all. That's how bad it's going to be. I, I'll say I'm so you're, you you're right saying now. the Colts are going to blow the Texans out. I didn't say that. It might be a shootout, but you're not going to beat the Colts. I'll tell you mm. why. The, the, the Colts should have beat the Packers. The reason why the Colts will lose to the Texans, if there's a reason, the Colts, all the teams that the Texans play so far this season is, have utilized quick passes, right? The Colts don't do that for whatever the reason may be. And they allow Andrew Luck to get beat up back there and hold the ball too long. Why do they do that? Because he's so talented, he waits for a big play. Kind of like Deshaun Watson. That feeds into the Texans' hands to what you were talking about, Oh, saying that the defense may wake up and you may see a sack from Whitney Merciless or from somebody named other than J.J. Watt this week. That's the only way I can see that happening. But if the Colts utilize this quick pass strategy, the Texans have no shot. They have no shot. I could I can understand why you would say that, but the inner me is just hoping that this Texas team has some kind of pride going to this game. I just I cannot I cannot stomach another loss in the fashion they've lost I'm these last three games. I a, just can't do as it. As a Texans fan, I would be happy to see the Texans get blown out. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'd be happy to so see the Texans. But let me tell you why though. I would want Deshaun Watson to come to the podium afterwards and say, Man, I don't feel like my coach is putting me in positions to win. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to hear. Yeah, I have a different motive because I want to see Bill O'Brien gone. He can't he doesn't understand how to be a uh an offensive coordinator and, and a, a coach. coach. He's just confused. There's no way that the Texans, if they do start off 0 and five, that Bill O'Brien is now in the hot seat. I don't care what you paid him or what his contract says. You should be seriously thinking about firing Bill O'Brien. They have the longest losing streak in the NFL right now, yeah. nine games in a row. In his last, I want to say, 21, 22 games. How many games do you think they think they won? Like six or eight. Four. Woo. Four games, sir. This is, this is, this is, I, Bill O'Brien has to find a way to turn this around because I'm still, I'm still, you know, I, I whispered playoffs. I still, I still say a little bit. But this, this is the issue though, because that's because that was my initial but, hope. But this is the issue going with Bill, Bill O'Brien. The Texans have won what two? I think they've won two divisions, championships with Bill O'Brien. But in both years, we're nine and seven yeah. in a very bad division. Right. He hasn't been able to win in a bad division, and his record is still garbage. Why is he here? Well, because of the quarterback play. It was thought that once we get a quarterback that he can rely on, 
that that will turn things around. Well, well he's been the he's been the quarterback whisperer, and he's Where? had some success. When? I mean, he's had, he's had some success. Not with, in Houston. Not, not in Houston, but in I mean, and he hasn't had, had great quarterbacks here. He hasn't, but they. I mean, your quarterbacks okay. haven't played bad. No, but my point is, Osweiler was Osweiler was, was bad. Okay, but he was bad. But you got you got. But you got to listen to these people's explanation, though. Every single time people leave Houston, they say that was the most complicated offense I've ever played in. Bill O'Brien thinks he's so smart, nobody gets it. No, you're just confusing the quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson looks lost out there. Yeah, like he doesn't even know where to go. He's well, his too, offense too, is too Bill, complicated. To Bill O'Brien's credit, though, he ain't getting no credit from me. Bro. Or to his defense. Honestly, last year when Deshaun Watson was there, it did not look that way. It looked like it was clicking on all cylinders. But Deshaun you know Watson was making though? a bunch of plays on this. No, no, that, that's he true. Was, that's true. Too. Deshaun Watson was making a whole bunch of plays. But, and then after the game, what will Bill O'Brien be saying? Oh, I dumbed down the offense. Well, homeboy, dumb it down all the time because it's working. But what what Bill O'Brien is thinking? I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm not trying to say that Bill O'Brien is going to be a great coach like Marvin Lewis. Mm. Why do you always do? Oh, this? sorry. Someone, someone. Okay, you know, I'll tell you. <laughs> but um. Bill O'Brien thinks coming to he has a whole offseason to learn the playbook. So maybe you want to add a couple more things into the playbook to get him prepared for this season. That's what I'm looking at. And so when you put that in there, you have a dumbed down offense and everybody's saying that they're going to catch up to Deshaun Watson eventually. Eventually, you're going to have to make the offense a little bit more complicated. This is just to defend Bill O'Brien a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Look, just just my two cents is this. Mm -hmm. What you guys have to focus on, O'Brien's not going anywhere. Right, I agree. The, the 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 team you got, the coaching staff you got. If they start off zero and five, he's not going. The anywhere, the, the roar from the fans is going to be too loud to ignore. Yeah, but you ain't going to give a guarantee. You just and, guarantee and, that man and, five. You know years. why? You know why though? It's almost like a perfect storm. Okay, you lose to the guy that we hate, the defensive coordinator that we hate so much, Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, <laughs> right? Then we lose to another first year coach in the Giants. Then we have a Sunday night game against the Dallas Cowboys. With all that put in the equation, and we lose and we go zero and five, the it, it's 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 teams we lose to the Colts, we lose to the Cowboys. God forbid. We, we can't we can't lose to those teams. And you, oh, you, it's the, almost, the one team you don't want to lose to is the Dallas Cowboys. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not just about it's losing not just Dallas about Cowboys. Losing. It's about going zero and five That's against them. No, trust Once me. Once that happens, McNair's have to be like, hmm, it might be time for. I mean, it's going to be talked about. All Definitely. I want to do is make sure that we don't go on a hiatus after that game. Like I want to see your oh, bro, face. I might not look. I might be here <laughs> in body, <laughs> but in spirit, I'm not gonna be here. But listen, but, but I don't know. Look, I hope it's a good game. I do. I don't care if it's a good game or not. But, but this is the point, though. I don't. If both teams are not very good, well, this okay. Look, look the Cowboys are not very good, but we'll the Cowboys are two. one and two. We'll they they and could two. be three and two going to that game, and they can very much have high playoff hopes. If that, if the Texans are zero and four. I don't give a – I don't care if they win or lose that game, honestly, in my book. That's no, what no, I'm saying. I don't want no cop-outs like, no, 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 sir. There's no, no cop sir. I still want to beat the brakes out of you. I'm still – but, I mean, <laughs> as far as just – I had high expectations for this team. And, I mean, when I say high, I mean playoffs. No, exactly. I thought they were, they were a playoff team. It, it, at healthy. It, that's it, what we said. If this team is healthy, are they healthy, they're a playoff team. Yes, and that's my point exactly. And somebody they're healthy you, and they're 0-3. A good friend of yours who sits across the table from you when you record your not podcast a good told you. not a good friend of mine. <laughs> told, you, told you to temper your expectations because you thought a little bit too much about them. And I told earlier, you to temper yours too. Earlier. Did I not? Earlier, I made I, I said that the, the Colts should have beat the Packers. They didn't play, it was the Eagles. They gave up 21 points to the Eagles. Granted, Carson Wentz was his first game back, but the Eagles are a very talented football team. I think they, without Jay Ajayi, who I think has just been a role player, this team just held 
the Philadelphia Eagles, the defending Super Bowl champions, to 21 points and got down to the goal line with bad clock management, messed that game up. Uh, the what? Eagles' offense wasn't that great in that game, though. Yeah, but you they know, weren't. They were not. And that Texas' great. offense hasn't been great all year. Well, you realize that this is a week to week thing. Look at what the Jacksonville Jaguars did. They went and beat the brakes out of the Patriots. And the next week, they lost to the Titans. That, the same the ultimate, thing the, that was the ultimate but, letdown but, game. No, but and the same thing you, happened with the. Um, the Browns, I will say, or someone, or the Buffalo Bills. I'm sorry, Buffalo Bills. The they lost letdown game. I'm just saying though, the Texans are going to come in this week. Look, if I don't see some fire in those guys, they, they might lose. Let's put it out there. They but if I don't lose. see no fire in those guys' eyes, and they're playing like a well-oiled machine to start the game, I'm not saying I'm done, but I'm like, hey. This is my team. My team is straight. They're trash right now. For the Cowboys, but they'll be the this is not going to happen. You, you know what pisses me off the most about Bill O'Brien? You know, sometimes when you mess up in life and people say, "What did you do wrong?" You know what I'm saying? He never has an answer. He always says the same thing. That's not my job. Is it? <laughs> that's not my job. It's <laughs> not my job. And then the dumber thing he says is, "We got to play better." That's that's the reason we're so be- mad. We got to coach better. No. We got to play better. Duh. We know this, bro. But what are you planning to do about it? That's the thing that's the most annoying, frustrated for Texans. Well, at least he says something. This is the Cowboys. No, he's not the saying Cowboys anything. coaches say nothing. I, that, I've never heard any. Well, that guy's not competent. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not on three. Okay. We're not in last place. Let's let's transition to the Cowboys, then, sir. Y'all not in last the, place. No, I don't know if they are. In sure we're in third. third we beat place. the Giants. Okay. So the Cowboys are going to be playing also as well. Um, it's, it just it. World beaters. High noon. Who are they playing against again? I forgot. Matthew Stafford and the Oh, they're Detroit playing the Detroit Lions. They're playing yeah. in Dallas, right? Are yeah. they in Dallas. In Dallas. So I, I have the Cowboys win that game. I think the same thing have with the Lions. Nope. They're going to have a letdown. I, I t- I've told you guys about Matthew Stafford. I told you guys oh. on this podcast about the Lions. The one and two that, Lions? That's fine. The Lions are better than you think. I think the – is it in Dallas? It's yeah. in Dallas. It's in Dallas. I'm going to pick the Lions for that game. Let me tell you why. Dak Prescott looks like a college quarterback. And he's looked that way for the past 15 games. Mm. He looks like a college quarterback. His he record's pretty good in those last 15 games. That's fine. But he can't throw the ball. That is the only reason why I'm confident. Texans can go in four. The Texans will beat the bricks out of the Cowboys if they play the way they play. We're going to find out. Oh, we're going to find out. Oh, we're definitely going to find out. After week five, we're going to find out a lot about the Cowboys and the Texans. <laughs> No, I, I no, trust you, me. The, hey, look, look, look. You may not it, know a trade. Looks like a duck, but you gonna find out. Walks like a duck. Then why aren't you? And why, quacks like a duck. Then why are you still and you're confident? Three. Why and are you still, three? If you're saying you're these statements, then why are you still confident about the Cowboys? Because, because, we're, because we're, of what? First of all, we're not going three. They're one and two. Oh wow! They won one more game, and they beat the Giants. Would you prefer to be one and two or zero and three right now? Right now, at I, the end of the season, though, let's see what the records exactly are. Yeah. Okay, is yeah, it three not, games? I didn't say that. Let's go. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. I didn't say so that. So, why are you confident in the Cowboys? Though? What What makes you so confident the Cowboys are going to still be a playoff team? I I think that the Dallas Cowboys defense, first of all, I think is coming into their own. I think they the playing in Seattle is a tough place to play for anybody. I mean, let's just be real. Seattle's not the same. They're not the, the Cowboys had every opportunity to win that game. They should week. have won that game. You but know I why they didn't, though? Because the offensive play calling is terrible. That's why. I I there were multiple reasons why they lost that game. That, well, that was well, a big reason. That, yeah, that, that was huge. That was huge. I was watching Him that. stepping out of bounds and on the touchdown wide pass. open. That's a touch. I mean, was it? That, that was terrible. But also, they gave up way too many big plays defensively, which they had not done this year, and they had been in football games. Their defense is getting pressure. That I haven't seen this type of pressure from Dallas Cowboys defense in years. Yeah. Offensively, once they once 
Marinelli feels a little bit more comfortable letting or opening up the offense. It's just the opposite for us. He's got, I think right now, the Cowboys defense offense is completely dumbed down. They're not stretching the ball down the field like they should be doing. The first play against the Giants, they came out through a bomb to Tavon Austin. And that, that game was over with from the start. Until they start taking those chances and they start open. You could look at the Cowboys routes that they run. It's not that Dak Prescott wants to throw the ball five to seven yards every time. There's not a route called down the field. Typically, you're going to find somebody when they're flooding and they're going somebody, someone short, someone middle, someone deep. They don't do that. There's a reason why I'm picking the Lions in this game. And it, the Cowboys are a better team. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. The Cowboys have a couple problems. One, they did not address wide receiver. I thought Allen Hearns was a better player than what I'm seeing. The Cowboys receivers are not very good. That's number one. The defense at Cowboys defense is a legit defense. Cowboys have a good defense. Demarcus Lawrence. That guy has a potential to win defensive player of the year or how good he's playing right now. But the problem is, is it's ultimately two things. One, they need to give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott more. I don't know why he doesn't have more carries this season because it's killing my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, Dak's got to play better. I'm sorry. I, I, Dak Prescott just – you can say they're running dumb down routes and the receivers are not as good. I get that. Dak's basically the one that chased away uh, Des Bryant last season by not throwing him the ball enough. And he didn't throw him. They felt like they didn't need Des Bryant because he it's, it's like he's afraid same, to throw a 20-yard pass. It's the same type of offense. That's why Jason Witten's catching 80 and 90 passes because it's just hooks, drags, and curls. Hooks, drags, and curls. No I posts, get that. no I get seams, that. no goals. You have Tavon Nelson in that team. That guy can fly. At some point, you can't say, oh, it's the coaching staff not calling deep routes. No, you have to throw the ball down the field. <laughs> Dak Prescott, he is – he is what I, he's an efficient quarterback. He seems too afraid to make him. It's okay to throw a pick, bro. You can throw a pick. Is some of this um, play calling and not throwing the ball deep attributed attributed to the offensive line be, not being as good as it was? Maybe in I disagree. No, Maybe. I'm just asking no. because he has a lot of time. He has time. The issue for him is I think he's more afraid to throw a pick than to make a risky pass. I think he knows honestly he's not that accurate. That's what it comes down to because there's certain passes as an NFL quarterback you have to feel confident enough to make, and he just doesn't seem like he's confident enough to make them. Even on the touchdown pass, Ezekiel Elliott stepped out of bounds. That was going to be the longest play, but it was like a real – he ran out and he threw it like a, a jump pass basically. You have to stretch the ball down the field. I can't be confident about that team. That defense is legit. He's completing sixty, almost 62% of his passes, and he's had one – Pass completion over forty yards, and that was the one to Tavon Austin. He should if you're if you're not throwing the ball down the field, you should be completing at seventy. He has three over twenty yards, three throughout entire entire season. Yes, that's horrible. That's the problem. But I'm telling you, he's throwing the route that they're calling. Him, no, it's not. It's got to be on him. That's not the way that it works. Well, it's, it, the only way I see it has to be on him is because I don't know what's going on. Why are the coaches dumbing down the plays so much? Is because they don't have confidence in him? Because to, to go to Trey's point, it is not on Dak Prescott if that's all they're calling. You look at the Cause, routes. Cause they, but they, that doesn't they, make sense. Okay, Come that's on, that's what I'm, saying. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make it make sense. So if I'm telling you this, this is what we're going to call, everybody's going to run short routes, then you can't throw a deep pass. But on the other side of the equation, why are the coaches doing that to him? Why are they limiting him? Why are they saying all we're going to do is these short routes? Do we not believe that he can throw the deep pass? Well, he does. we know he doesn't have a big arm. That's number one. We've known that for years. But what he was able to do in his rookie season was he was able to make enough plays down the field. You don't have to throw it 40 yards down the field. You can throw it 20 and let Tavon Austin make a play. The Cowboys honestly made a mistake as far is as there, the quarterback. Is there a way you can look that up and see how many attempts he's had? had? No, his rookie year, how many 
throws does he have over 20 yards, 40 yards in compared that rookie to now. compared to now? I'm, I'm confident it would be a big difference. We can look. We could. I'm, I'm confident. Sure but if it, is, if it is a big difference, why did they go away from that? Well, it's a couple of things. I think one, he threw a couple of picks and got a little scared. That's one. And then two, I want to ask Trey this because you know about the Cowboys the most. What's up with your your wide receivers? Like I don't understand. The wide receivers don't look good either. So I'm not only putting on that. The wide receivers look pretty garbage. They mm. might have the worst receiving core in the NFL. Mm. No, no, I that was a, a question about that earlier this year. That they they might as well. I mean, that and the the Patriots they don't have that great of a wide receiver core either. Yeah, but the the Dallas Cowboys wide receiver core is probably the worst in the NFL. Yeah, they don't far. even they don't even have a tight end. I I even named a tight end off the top of my head who they <laughs> who they throw to at tight end after Jason Wheel was gone. I was like, who is who's next they, up? But but. I mean, let's be real here. They've had a Des Bryant who, whether you say what you want to about him, but until maybe last year, nobody played Des man-to-man. They always had safety help over the top of him. You also had Jason Witten who was had to be accounted for. Right now, teams aren't covering anybody man-to-man. Tavon Austin, maybe those guys are backing off him, but the rest of them, but you're able to play man-to-man. But that's That's my point. different. You're right. Not, not many quarterbacks. Uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't have that problem. Because every now, even though Deshaun Watson has, I think, three picks this season, there's certain plays where he's like, yo, I'm just going to throw the ball downfield. I don't Th- care if I get picked up. That's play calling. That's not him. I understand it, but my point is, at some point, okay, Dak Prescott leaves the pocket all the time. And when you leave the pocket, you look at your quarterback and you run down the field. I don't care what the play call is, you're going to do that. At some point, I know Tavon Austin's running down the field. Just give him a chance. Throw yeah, it. I don't, th- I don't think it's that simple. But when you got somebody, you know, with, you got a safety over the top of – uh, Deshaun Watson or Will Fuller, if you want to compare those two teams, n- no one, no Cowboy wide receiver is scaring anybody. Not no tight end. I agree. Nobody. With that. I agree so with that. Dak is facing a different type of defense for everybody that than a lot of other quarterbacks are. So I, I don't put all the blame on him. I really I, don't. I, no, I don't put all the blame on Dak. What I'm saying is. We've not seen that quarterback we saw in his rookie year, and we may never see that again because he doesn't have the same team. He doesn't have the same weapons. He doesn't. I think, I think even but with the weapons, he's he doesn't just been, have the same he's been too pedestrian. He, doesn't. he just hasn't been good enough. Man, and, and I'm just telling you right now, what he's got, what he has to do is, is he can he'll throw the routes that 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 are called, and it's just the way that it is. He's got two touchdowns and two interceptions on the year through three games, which is crazy. And and Zeke probably he probably should have at least had another one to Zeke. Um, but that's just what they're that's just what they're doing. We got terrible play call. Get we Zeke got a coaching touches. issue too. Zeke needs to touch the ball 25 times. Easy. But he's got so to stay his ass in bound and keep the ball off the ground too. <laughs> so just to end it off, the cap it off, you still think they're a playoff team though? I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I okay. think they are, especially in the NFC right now, I think the NFC is wide open. I think teams like Minnesota, I mean, you saw what they did. I mean, they that was a letdown game. They like can't stop anybody. Yeah, that's, that's they, they've proven. I don't know what's happened to defense in the well, NFL. They, they went through a straight a, a stretch last year too, where they looked garbage on defense. But bro, and they turned it back the, around. The NFL has seen more scoring in these first three weeks than mm. they've ever seen. But you did say that after a while, the offenses start kicking in, and they, that's what's happening. It, that's and that's what and that's exactly what's happening. Mm. But I mean, like Minnesota, I don't know if I'm scared of Minnesota right now. No. And what are they? The, the, they're the two, only, and two now. No, they're one, two, and one. One, two, and one. Sorry, there, yeah, one, there isn't a team in the NFL that you should be afraid of. The, uh, uh, the Rams. The Rams. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. We'll talk about the Rams. <laughs> like, but the, the only thing about the Rams is this: they still do have a um, a young quarterback. Absolutely, that, that's the only thing. You know, week to week things do change. Fool's gold, yeah, right now. Right, right. I don't know about fool's it's gold. Fool's gold, right? But now. but we'll, we'll talk see. about that. We'll see. We'll go talk about that later. Okay. But let's um let's talk about that game. So Minnesota, the Rams. It was a very entertaining game to me. Kirk Cousins, classic Kirk Cousins. 
I don't know if Kirk Cousins is that guy. Stop it. I don't he's know if not. he is. Stop it. I don't know if I he stop is. It. I, I don't know if he is. He's not. I'm tired of hearing that. But, but, no, 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 no. So all, I'm saying, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is that in back-to-back weeks, right, what's their record? They're 0-2. Now, when I say, is he that guy, can he lead your team to a win? They could have won that game against the Rams, but he wasn't able to do it. The week before that, he did not play well against the Buffalo Bills. No, no, Bills. not he. The Minnesota Vikings. The whole team farted in that game. It that's, was just him. That's, under, no. that's understandable. But when you have a quarterback that you're paying this much money, he is supposed to be able to keep you into that game at, at least against the Buffalo Bills. He was nowhere to be found. They haven't won a game in three weeks, right? Yeah. The they haven't won a, they, they right, won week right. one and they haven't won a game in yeah. three weeks. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying he's garbage. I, I'm just saying I don't know if he's that guy. When I when we had our NFL preview show, I remember vividly somebody at this table telling you guys that the Washington Redskins upgraded that quarterback by downgrading at quarterback, if you will. Mm-hmm. Because they've got somebody who will not lose football games. I think what Cousins is asked to do in Minnesota is to win football games for right, him. Right. And I don't think he's – I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I just say that? Yeah, you did. You did. Damn. I don't think he's that <laughs> I don't think he's that guy that's going to win those football games for you. I disagree. No, sir. Okay. He hasn't shown no, it. Wait, it okay, he hasn't shown it. Okay, let's go back to the, the, the Packer game in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. He won that game three different times. So this year, this year with with Aaron Rodgers hobbled. That's the game you want to put everything on. On one leg. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care if it's or not. He put up Aaron Rodgers put up points in Lambeau. He put up twenty two points in the fourth quarter, and his kicker lost the game. Okay, okay. three times. Let's just hold let's on. Let's what just, did he say after that game against the Buccaneers? You like that? You okay. like so? Kirk Cousins let's can just, ball, bro. Oh, no, no, no one. Come okay, on, look, look, look. All no. I'm saying because this this is this is a thing. Kirk Cousins is in the same category to me. As a Blake Bortles, not, not as bad as Blake Bortles. Okay. He's not as bad as Blake Bortles. Ladies and gentlemen, no, 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 no. It's that, always that the point where we have to have a drug test. Blake Bortles and Kirk no, no, Cousins no. should not be let uttered me, in the let same me, sentence. Let me explain. I can't myself. let you explain that, bro. There's because this, to this, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. Can Kirk Cousins win you a Super Bowl? Yes. It has not been proven yet. No, no, it has not been proven. You can't just say yes. You don't know because he is he going to be consistent? Yes. Every quarterback has a game or two here or there where they look great. Right, but can Kirk Cousins consistently play on a level that was going to get your team to the Super Bowl? Can Blake Bortles consistently play on a level? It may not be as high as Kirk Cousins; he's not up there. But can he play on a level that's going to help the Jacksonville Jaguars get to the Super Bowl consistently? Bro, we I, don't know. I can get the Jaguars to the Super Bowl. Blake Bortles is garbage. Stop. That's, that's fine. That's about fine. Him. But all, all we're comparing is can they lead their team to the Super Bowl? I'm not saying they're my, in the my same level. To, my answer to you for Kirk Cousins is yes. It has the problem, the problem it has with the Vikings for me, the problem with the Vikings is. We thought their defense was something, and they're clearly not. Well, the, what, at, least, what, what at, least, at least against the Rams, the Rams made embarrass everybody. And, and the season. Rams defense didn't look too good either. <laughs> they, they, they at didn't, all. But but they made time in the plays. You give them that. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald showed up when he needed to show up. My point with Kirk Cousins is this: he's so far this season, other than the 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 Buffalo Bill game, and I understand the Buffalo Bill game. You got to realize the whole week, everybody's saying, "Yo, y'all are so garbage." You mm-hmm. got people retiring. There's Football has sometimes in football when you say bad things about a team Texans. so many times. That's what I'm saying about the Texans. They wake up. That's what I'm saying about the Texans. That's what I'm just saying about the Texans. Go ahead, keep on going. That's bro. fine. All I'm saying with Kirk Cousins so far, what he has done in this season, he's been everything the Vikings expected him to be. He's put them. They should beat the Packers, and it's they went against. Early, it's too early to they say. Went, that. They went. They went against the the Rams yesterday, you, and they play, he was fine. What do you think the the Minnesota Vikings are expecting out of Kirk Cousins? Because they went all the way. To the um, conference championship, correct? Correct. They want Kirk Cousins to get into a Super Bowl. They don't give a damn about the first three games. 
if he cannot continue to play on a high level into the playoff, it really is about the playoffs. Playoffs. From what I've seen, I don't know if he can take that team and give them a win. Because the Rams are a playoff team, correct? The Rams are the best team in the NFL. Okay, so, but they're going to be the the playoffs. My thing is this. The Rams are the best team in the NFL. They were on the road after being in Minnesota. Don't forget, they had to travel Mm midweek to mm -hmm. L.A. And they were giving the Rams hell. And this was coming in this, and this was coming from a game in Minnesota where they lost to the That's Buffalo my point, Bills. though. That's kind of my that's really my point. They woke up, they played well, he woke up. The rest of the defense was asleep. I don't know where them cats were, but that's a different conversation. My thing is if their defense is not good enough, okay. then there's nothing Kirk can do. They really didn't. No, 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 they, defense, they no. really didn't play on Sunday. That game was over with in the first half. So right. they, they really didn't. No, no, but they, they don't care my, about my, that. My, they don't care about that. I'm even, not, even I'm not the saying that. Not good, they, ex, they brought Kirk Cousins in nah, to bro. win them nah, playoff bro. games. If you can't, Whether if you, defense is good or not. If, if you they can't, go to the playoffs? If you can't, if you can't make a team punt uh, more than two or three times in back-to-back-to-back weeks, come on now. What do you want Kirk Cousins to do? But if they go to the playoffs... And they do not make it to Super Bowl. You'll who's going to get same, the blame? You'll see the same Kirk Cousins you saw last night. But who is going to get the blame? Kirk Cousins. Even, no, the, even the announcers. Not, even, not the way he played last night. Even the announcers last night said when when he fumbled the ball at the end of the game, it was like. That was disappointing. Right. And there's like what he's known to do. Like he hasn't gotten. He's not. He hasn't gotten past that hump. Like there, there's no reason that he should he just feel the pressure, step up in the pocket. Maybe still. Fumbles okay, the ball. Try, okay, okay. But he's got to Before you get to this point, try to look at you for this. Is there any reason on God's green earth we should be talking about Kirk Cousins and Blake Bortles in the same state? Come on now. No. Based on I understand what, what, based, trying, I understand what you're trying to say. I'm trying to say. They're in the same understand. category. I don't care what you say. Because the, but just be honest right now. Okay. You would talk about Blake Bortles a lot if they go to Super Bowl. And, it's, and they do have a chance to go to Super Bowl. I will not be talking about Blake Bortles. Yeah, I'll be yeah, talking about Jalen Ramsey. Because that's the I'll only way. That's the only way they're going to go to Super Bowl. They almost went to Super Bowl. They but did. they didn't Cousins because of him. Exactly. <laughs> so if they more. do go, it will be because of him. Cousins uh, has. I mean, but Bortles does have more playoff wins than Cousins. Mm. Are y'all done? Mm. I'm just. Are, are you done? Mm. Are you done? Yeah. Let's be done with this Minnesota L.A. Rams thing. But y'all might as well <laughs> put y'all... Blake Bortles in the Hall of Fame right now. Crown his ass. What did they say about Blake Bortles? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on. Uh, we have the the Bengals going to Atlanta. Game of the week. Game of the week. Think that so? will be the game of the week. I think that game is going to be. It it might be forty eight to forty five. So who do you got? Who do you got? I don't know. I did my pickums today on the way over here. I picked Atlanta just because I want to see Julio Jones have a better game and not let Calvin really eat like that again. But I I could see the and this in Atlanta. Man, come on, man. This who you got? I picked the Falcons. Falcons, okay. But I don't know. I'm not comfortable with it. Okay. I who gave it got? the least amount of confidence points I could. You got Chris. I agree, Trey. High scoring game, fantasy gold for anybody who has any of those players. Falcons. Mm. I got the Falcons too, but it, sometimes there are some duds. When you talk about the high scoring game, some of them turn to duds. I, this has potential to turn to a dud because Matt Ryan came off one of the most impressive games he's ever had in his life. Talk about being consistent. <laughs> that dude cannot. But also be. against the Saints against defense, the Saints. who can yeah, stop yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So who has a better defense, the Saints or the Bengals? I think the Bengals I coaching the- is going to help them win this game. <laughs> You just can't help yourself, can you? You're an addict. <laughs> Who you got in the game? I got Atlanta. I got Atlanta too. All right, so uh, we got Tampa Bay. Hold on, are we are we gonna keep track of this? Is are we gonna start? Well, I've been keeping track. I've been right about a lot of things that no, I've said. I, I, no, it's, it's it's not. It's not. I right. won ten games last week. So I, can can we do this? We had some of the same. We might as well just put this out in the podcast. Let's do it now. Instead of doing like we can go through the picks like a normal day. That's dope. We should probably have our our 
our our lock of the week or whatever we want to do and mm. our upsets. Because if we're doing upsets, I'd be three 0 right now. I just oh, want to put that out you, there. You two guys. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all should have bruises on y'all back. Bruh, y'all love patting ourselves on the back. All I know was last week somebody said the Lions was going to win, and I got, you know, a little hate, but you saw what happened on Sunday. Hey. So we'll put that out there. Can we continue, guys? Go ahead, bro. Can we continue, bro. <laughs> so we got the Buccaneers going to uh, Chicago. Who y'all got in that game? Is uh, James Winston coming back, or is, he, is it one more week? He's back. He's back. He's back. Yeah. Is he, is he starting? Do I you think, know? I think it's going to be. 50. It has to be 50. I think it has to be 50, too, yeah. Who's at home? Um, it's going to be in Chicago. The Bears are at home. Man. I got the Bears in that Trubisky one. is garbage. I got the Bears in that Trubisky one. is garbage, so I got to go with 50. I like that got Bears to. defense at home, man. If you would have asked me this yesterday, I mm-hmm. would have picked the Bears. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say this. Yes, Monday. Coming into the week, I thought. But when I saw what the Bucks can do, that's gonna be hard, man. I mean, their 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 offense is. I think their offense is too explosive, mm-hmm. and and Khalil Mack should have a good game, but I don't think they have enough people to keep up with the receiving core of the Bucks. So I think the Bucks squeak that one out. I just I like picking home teams. I think Chicago's gonna do it at home. Uh, so you both of y'all got Tampa Bay, and I got the the Bears. Yeah. All right, so we got Detroit going to Dallas. I, I got Dallas at home, All and right. you got Detroit. Detroit, the trade got Dallas. Come on, bro. We already talked enough about that game. Buffalo going to Green Bay. I got Green Bay. That's that's easy money. Yes. Green Bay. Yes. All right, we all got Green, Green Bay. Green Bay. Philadelphia's going to Tennessee. Ooh. Take the under, but uh, Philadelphia will win that game. Philadelphia's by three. Yeah. Here by three. Yeah. It's not going to be uh, the. It's it's going to be a low score. I think it'll be yeah. a low scoring game because Tennessee's defense is that good. Good enough for them not to finish last in the AFC South. Um, is that going to be Carson Wentz's first game back? Second game. Second game back. I'm not yeah. bad. I'm not bad. But I, the, he didn't. He did not look very good at all. The first and drive I, it looked good. Yeah, but I mean, he he couldn't. I mean, they missed Foles. I mean, their offense looked lethargic. Okay, I don't know about that. I'm it's just telling you, they far. looked lethargic. I, mean, I don't know if they missed Foles. Nelson Aguilar couldn't get the ball. I mean, like it was. They're if, still missing Alshon Jeffrey though, right? Right, but it's, it's as if. I, they just look. He looked like it was his first game back in a long time. So hopefully they can um, turn it around. But if not. So um, you got the Eagles a win, unfortunately. I think the Eagles will win too. Man. Eagles, I got the Eagles. Miami's going to New England. Three and zero, Miami. It's <laughs> going to New England. Not going to be close. New England's going to blow the brakes out. The brakes <laughs> off of the Dolphins. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Yeah, you see Trey's face. His eyes got so. He said, "Beat the." His eyes just they opened are up so beat wide. The brakes off them. Okay. So the New England's like twelve and two, coming off of a loss, um, and and playing at home. Um, with the point spread the way it is, I think they're favored by like six and a half. Uh, but they they touchdown. They're gonna beat the brakes off. The I offense. think it would be a little bit closer than you think. No, I still think New England's gonna win the game, but I think it would be a little bit closer than you think. Rob Gronkowski might score three touchdowns this um, weekend. That'd be great. It's my fantasy football team. <laughs> if the Miami Dolphins win, they'll be three games up in the division. Your favorite quarterback, O.N.U. Ryan Tannehill is gonna go to New England. He's gonna have about three hundred yards. He's gonna have two touchdowns. And a 48-17 defeat. The Patriots win. 48-17. Patriots Patriots going to beat them bad. (laughs) Yeah, the Patriots Patriots are going to win that game. All right, so we have the Jets going to Jacksonville. I got Jacksonville. Don't think we need to talk much about that. Nope. Well, I got Jacksonville. Mm, No, I think you're crazy. I think think if if, if there's an upset in the making this weekend, I guarantee you – because the, the Jets defense just say it is, then. Just say upset of the, the week. Jets is, the Jets are just not that bad. Just say that's your upset of the week. I don't know if Fournette's playing or not. 
I don't know if he's playing or not. If Fournette's he's playing, game time he's a game right. So I think that that's what. So if I if I could abstain, that's what I'll do in this at this pick. If Fournette plays, Jacksonville wins. If Fournette doesn't play, the Jets upset them. Okay. Okay. That's his upset pick of the week. That's your upset pick of the week. Okay. Very good, sir. Cleveland going to Oakland. You got Jacksonville too, right? Let me just make. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's make sure. Okay. Yes. Okay. So and Blake Bortles. <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland's going to Oakland. I. I Oakland's going to win, man. They got, they're going to win their first game. They There's gotta win no way one. they're going on for. There's no way they're going on for. They're yeah, not I, the Houston Texans. They will not go on for. <laughs> you got jokes. You're hilarious <laughs> today, bro. I, but that's, it doesn't make sense. Why right there, bro? We've gone past the Texans. Yeah. I'm going to take the he's Trey. Um, Oakland in that game as well. Okay, so we all got Oakland. Seattle going to Arizona. I got Seattle. Arizona might be the worst team in the league right now. Seattle may have found their groove. The Cowboys gave the Seahawks their groove back offensively. They looked like. I mean, they look like a totally different offense, uh, offensive team. And if Earl Thomas can not practice and then play like he played, <laughs> I mean, when he went over there and bowed in front of the Cowboys, man, I wanted to kick him. But I was like, you know what, good for you because we should have traded for the man. We yeah. should have traded for the man. But every team needs a leader like that man. That, mm. that dude is just – He's he's a true. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I, I love the guy. I absolutely love him. They'll, they'll blow you guys see that also? Seattle. But right. Rosen is not as bad as people thought. Josh Rosen is not as bad as people thought. I, He's I, a cocky, young. He has every, nah, all the makings to be a superstar look, in the NFL. It gives me like chicken skin just thinking about that. Because <laughs> like, he, he has all the makings to be a good NFL quarterback. He doesn't care. Like kind of like earlier you were talking about like yeah. Dak throwing interception. Get a, he does not care. And, and I mean, he got creamed, got back up and like, let's do this. Like yeah. I, I I didn't, I hated him coming out. I hated the draft pick. Hated him coming out of college. But I was like, you know what? I could rock with this kid. So I've rocked with him watching him at UCLA. Yeah. If you watched him. He has all the gifts. I, 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 all really, of them. He's going he's gonna to be a superstar. So either way, you're going to go no. save the win? Okay. No, no, no. Well, not all that right. guy. Not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we have the Saints going to New York. Upset pick of the week. The Boy. Giants win at home. Boy, stop. I, I think I'm going to have to agree with Chris on this one. That's my I upset got, of the I, week. I, we both uh, had the same upset, man. Y'all are dumb. <laughs> The Drew, Drew Brees will probably throw for six touchdowns, but the, their defense is terrible. And the and the Giants' offense is terrible. Giants, the Giants the only, are arguably the, the worst the, team in okay, football. The only thing next that to the saves, team they beat last week. <laughs> the only thing that saves the Giants talk about talent. They got a talented running back and they have a talented wide receiver Bro. that can keep them in the game. Okay, that's we'll, all I'm saying. Okay, we'll talk. And the Saints look Saints by twelve and a half. They're fair by three. But that's my upset special as well. So me and Chris had the same upset special. Okay. So, okay. San Francisco going to L.A. to face the Chargers. Chargers in a, by a landslide. Chargers Losing Garoppolo. It's over. That's yeah, a wrap. It's a wrap. Breed is going to play well. He but, may not play his game time decision. Well, that's even worse. Yeah. yeah. Chargers. Yeah. Okay. Have the, have the 49ers won a game? Uh, they, they won one they game. They won one yeah. game. Yeah. Oh, okay. So not the worst team, but close. Baltimore going to Pittsburgh. Great game. Great game. They got Pittsburgh favorite at home by three, which which is a push. Basically, a push, basically. man. I, Pittsburgh is probably the most undisciplined team I've ever seen in my entire life, and I love Mike Tomlin. Those cats are not disciplined. That's the only way I can say it. They almost coughed away the game against the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football by just being undisciplined. They're going to win that game, but. I think they have a chance to go to a Super Bowl, but they need to figure out how to get discipline, man. Mm-mm. Because they look so I got Baltimore. stubborn. I got Baltimore. I do not like this Pittsburgh Steelers team. They barely, barely won that game against Tampa. That was the nail in their coffin. But there's going to come a point this year where it's going to be a nail in their coffin. 
you're I don't know if he can turn it around. But if they are able to turn around, they I want to say they're, the, say they're the, the best team in the in the AFC, but they'll be the most dangerous one. What what I've seen from them is they've gone away in and I and I attribute a lot of this to what's going on with Le'Veon Bell, but they've gone away from what made them the Pittsburgh Steelers. They don't have their identity. On both sides of the football. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the and, defensive and, side has been gone for a right, long time right, now. But now, but it, now it's, in a, it's on a whole other level. Right, right, right. But for Antonio Brown not to be getting the looks and the touches that he's getting, and Juju Schuster taking a lot of those looks away from him, and it makes that team different. And nothing against Juju. He's, I mean, he's an excellent wide receiver. But what made them the Pittsburgh Steelers and made them – their identity was getting uh, Antonio Brown the ball in space, running those little screen routes, making somebody miss, and he's not touching the football enough. You talk about Zeke needing 25. He needs to throw 15 to 16 passes but to Antonio you know Brown though? every you know game. Le'Veon Bell's not there because there's a certain presence you have to have. Linebackers, particularly safeties, because let's be real, Le'Veon Bell running, safety's got to make tackles. But when you don't have to worry about that, you have Connor back there. You can just shift all of the coverage towards yeah. Antonio Brown. Now Juju Smith-Schuster looks like a superstar, but that's not the case. They're okay with, like you said, yeah. Juju go out there and get 160 yards. Do do Juju if you want. Nobody cares. Yeah. Antonio Brown, no, he's not going to kill us. Yeah. So I, I, I'm picking Baltimore in that game. I got Baltimore, and I would that would be would have been the upset pick of the week, but I don't think that's that big of an upset. I don't think it's upset either because you you saw Pittsburgh trade by three. That's they <laughs> that's give three points yeah. at home. Yeah. So I I think Baltimore's going to win that game. All right. So you got Kansas City going to Denver. I got Denver. Denver's going to win that game. Yeah, I think that the the going to Mount High is a divisional game. It's going to be a tough game. It, it always is. I, I think Patrick Mahomes will have his first game with a turnover. Has he turned the ball over yet? Not yet. Okay, so Dude. he's going to throw a pick, and he's going to have a fumble, courtesy of Von Miller. I still think they'll win the game. They could. <laughs> There's few rivalries in football that match Broncos and Chiefs. You know, I, I, it's just whether you're an NFC fan, AFC, it doesn't matter. Th- just when they play each other, that's just the way that it is. Yeah. And whoever wins this game, or if if the Broncos beat them um, at Sports Authority, they're going to go to Arrowhead and beat th- they'll beat the brakes off of the Broncos. Yeah. But it's just it's going to be really tough. But for him to be playing at that altitude with all the expectations that they have on him now, because right now he's in the same situation Deshaun Watson was in. I think it's a little different, though. It's different because he came right after Deshaun. If you watch it, people are saying, oh, he's great, but they're not on the same. Remember, Deshaun Watson was basically in the Hall of Fame last season. Right. I think people are pumping the brakes a little bit to see him, and I think he has that advantage. And, and, what, I'm, and what, the, what I'm saying is I think that what happened with Deshaun Watson and what Deshaun Watson is doing now, because his, his miraculous season came to an abrupt halt, mm-hmm. and then what they've seen this season – they like, okay, they didn't think Mahomes would do this. They never didn't think Deshaun Watson would do it either. But now they've seen what happened to Deshaun Watson and some of the other quarterbacks who were on fire. Like, okay, wait a minute. This can't last forever. Like, there's no way in hell this is going to last forever. So I think he's playing under the, ra- under the radar right now. But to go there and have the pressure, Von Miller's got – you're talking about pride? I think Von Miller's going to come out there like Ray Lewis and like and have that type of mentality. I think he's going to be under a lot of pressure, yeah. and he's going to be forced to make some mistakes. The one thing I'll say about Patrick Mahomes is if you haven't done so already, you should go look at the passes. So as a Texans fan, I've gone back and looked at Deshaun Watson's touchdowns. A couple of them are really, really good passes, right? And then a couple of them were him just being fantastic and getting a guy open. Patrick Mahomes' touchdown passes are ridiculous. You're talking about put it at the right place, turning guys to the right place, looking off safeties, put it into the corner. I mean, that's talent. That's arm talent. And everybody knew he had arm talent. They're comparing his arm to uh, Brett Favre coming out. And then he has Andy Reid with him. That's that's what I wanted to emphasize, too. Andy Reid, his offensive schemes, 
that's just going to help any quarterback coming in. I I think that team is it looks good to me. What that, t- what team can you name that has the speed that he has with Watkins and Hill with a tight end that's even not even Travis Kelsey because I think he's one of the best in the game. I think you've got you've got Gronk, you've got Ertz, you've got Kelsey. Olsen. And, I don't think Olsen's there with them right now. Maybe Jordan Reed. I think those four to me are the, the players who've got the speed, the size, the hands. I mean, that one-handed catch Kelsey made, that was just yeah. – you don't expect that from a tight end, bro. But I'm just saying he's got a really good running back who, who – I shouldn't say he's not playing like he did his rookie year. But you got a decent running game, speed on the outside that you have to respect, or, or in the slot, wherever they line up. And you got a tight end that you have to cover like a receiver. So I think that he's got some weapons so he can make some plays with his feet. But I think we're watching something special. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, think, I think we're so- watching something really special. Right. Their, right. their video game offense, their mm-hmm. big Achilles heels, their defense. And sometimes you see this happen like with teams like the Saints. Sometimes your offense is so good. They almost score too fast. <laughs> it puts you right back yeah. on the field. Yeah. And you just gave up seven points. And a mile high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their defense is not as bad as people think. It's yeah. the Chiefs but, defense. But, but, but when yeah. you face Demarius Thomas um, and you're looking at uh, Emmanuel Sanders, who's having a great year. Man, Emmanuel by Sanders the way. has been balling. Yeah. Out. If Lindsey can keep his head on straight after you know getting ejected, I think that that, that game could be another high-scoring football game. But I think the the – the conditioning and the altitude is what's going to get the best of the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Chiefs have known this for a while. Even when Alex Smith was in there last year, they were salivating over Patrick Mahomes coming in because they knew about all the weapons that they have and they knew they had a big arm. And now that he's there, I mean, they went to the playoffs last year and they got rid of him like it was nothing. Like, you know what? We got somebody here that can. I saw an interview with Travis Kelsey and he said he's seen him throw the ball over 80 yards. Mm. That's crazy. Like I've, the last quarterback that I can recall on record, there's been two in recent memory. I shouldn't even say recent, but that could throw the ball that far, and that was Donovan McNabb and Jeff George. Not many other quarterbacks can throw the ball eighty plus yards, bro. Not Marcus happening. Russell could. <laughs> we just never got a chance. <laughs> yeah, he just never got a chance to do it. Jamarcus Russell did have a big old arm. Yeah, he did have a big arm. That was about it, though. Jeff arm. Uh, Jeff George had a big arm too. Jeff though. George could. He could. He could chunk that ball, man. <laughs> he just wasn't. He didn't have the the quarterback IQ. No, you know he was he no. was he was a gunslinger, but he didn't do it the way Brett Favre did. It, right, you know. So yeah, all right, interesting, interesting, interesting. So Eric Reed is finally signed to the Carolina Panthers. Any any thoughts on this about him finally being signed? What 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 does this mean? I'll let y'all go first because I have I, I I'm I'm very opinionated about it. Um, for me, y- y'all know how opinionated opinionated I am about Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick not being signed. Eric Reed was the one that it just didn't make any sense. You have you have a you have a player that's clearly very very skilled at his position. I should say I don't want to say oversell his his height, but he was a good player who should definitely be in the NFL. And at this point, you're just looking around saying, why isn't he signed? Well, we know why he's not signed. So his signing, I mean, it's a good thing. Obviously, he's not on the streets anymore. He gets to dress up and play. I'm just interested to see what he does with the signing. And and I like the team that did sign him. The Panthers have a new owner coming in who's already come out and say, look, my players are my players. And he he seems to be an owner who understands what's going on socially. So I'll give him credit for that. So I'm excited for him. I'm excited to see what he's going to do on the field. I think a lot of people are excited to see what he's going to do prior to games. Uh, but as far as him f- having an NFL job, the answer is really not. I'm not excited for the NFL like some people were and applauding them. I'm just saying about it's about damn time. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm gonna have a pretty simple answer to this. 
he should have been signed. There's no way on earth he should have been out this long. Um, I'm happy that he does have a job doing something he loves um, because he had the, the guts to protest something. That's why it took so long. But I'm happy he's back in the league. It shouldn't have took this long. It's really just that simple. Well, I'll tell you, I'm very opinionated on this subject. And I think this is completely different than the Kaepernick situation. Reed is in the NFL today. They didn't even ask him if he was going to kneel or not before these football games. They didn't even ask him that. That wasn't it. I think teams had to proceed with caution originally because they didn't know exactly what to do. But his talent alone, like you said, it made no sense. Colin Kaepernick, he, is he better than a lot of backup quarterbacks? Absolutely. But you're not going to go back and, and and put your your franchise and everything else on the line for a backup quarterback because there's not a lot of – I'm just being honest with you – a lot of starting quarterbacks that he's better than. Reed is better than most people, arguably, uh, most of the people that play his position. Yeah. So he should be in the NFL and starting. I don't think you make those sacrifices or be willing to put up with that. Yes, it took him a long time. And I'm glad that the Carolina Panthers and I think the leadership with that with Ron Rivera and and as much as I hate him sometimes, Cam Newton, I think their leadership will will keep the limelight off of them because with Cam, I mean, I think he's got enough spot, uh, the spotlight on him. But for a backup quarterback to cause the type of distractions that Kaepernick would, because let's be real, most of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now, who, who is, I wouldn't start him in front of some of these rookies. I'm just being honest with you. You wouldn't start him in front of San Francisco starting quarterback right now? The backup quarterback. I, I, I did think about that. Okay, and, and I think he burned some bridges in San Francisco originally. Uh, I don't, the way I don't, he went about I don't it. think he burned bridges there. I don't know about San Francisco. He burned bridges in Baltimore. Well, Baltimore for well, sure. I don't know about he yeah. burned that bridge, but right. his girl did. Right. But but I think that but a lot of those like the the Eric Reed deserves to be in the NFL. There was no reason, like you said, because of his pure talent. Forget what he does. Forget him kneeling and anything. If you just looked at what they do, if you looked at their game tape and said which one of these guys deserve to be starting or playing in the NFL, I, I, it's way up here and down here mm-hmm. to me. But you know what's so crazy to me? So you look at a player like Greg Hardy. You remember how the opportunity? Yeah. He, this guy. Yeah. There's never been a – there was no doubt what he did. To Was it his uh, girlfriend? girlfriend. Uh-huh. That was one of the most gruesome pictures I've ever seen. And the Cowboys was like, yeah, that's cool. We'll give you another shot. And then you have a guy take a knee and he can't come back to the league? Are you serious? I mean, And the argument for Greg Hardy was as well, he's talented enough. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, Reed is talented enough. I understand what you're saying about Kaepernick. I don't know if I agree, but I understand what you're saying. You're saying – even though Kaepernick may be better than some of these rookies, I'm going to play the rookie anyway. This is the way it is. He's old. He's an older guy. But if all things were equal, he'd be in the NFL. We all right. know that. But but do you think you make that adjustment for a backup? Like somebody you know is coming in. He does not have a chance to start in your football team. Do you want all those distractions for a backup quarterback? This is why this is why I make the counter argument to that. The most important position in the NFL is quarterback. And we've seen already this season, when your quarterback goes down, your season is potentially over. Kaepernick is better than I want to say ninety eight percent of the quarterback the the backup quarterbacks in the NFL. There are a couple like Fitzpatrick, Fitzy, my boy Fitzy, balling out. <laughs> and this is this is also through a, since he was out. Not not now. Now right. he's not. We don't better. know what he is right now. No, no, I'm just, right. I mean, yeah. So not now, but during when right. it started so till now, right. he should be the NFL uh, this year. I don't know about that. But, but I'm just but, but I'm just talking about what you like. No, no, and but, I agree but, with you. I agree people, with you. A lot of teams are not going to risk. That kind of controversy right. in their That's team. That's all I'm saying. So right or wrong, I understand I'm that. talking about, and you know me, I'm always just thinking about the business side of it. If you ask most NFL fans who are the backup to most of their teams, most of them can't tell you that. 
They're not gonna be able to go and tell you. Who I the agree with that, but we, for the most part, I think we could. If we broke it down, we could probably name who those players we, are. We could, yeah. but the but what they the last thing they want to see is the media frenzy, the circus, and everything else surrounding your backup quarterback. But I don't the, think the, NFL the teams are that. there though is what Chris alluded to earlier with the Greg Hardy thing. If you're gonna sign someone like he Greg was a Hardy, okay, that's fine though. But you can argue that what he did was far worse. Than what Kaepernick did. You know, no, no, there's some, there's some, there's some people. That. That's no, there's definitely, that's a fact. Definitely, it's, no, no, no. It's but I'm, just, I'm just saying for the, for the people out there that are listening that might think that. But yeah, I believe it's a fact. Don't, don't get me wrong. Okay, I got you. No, but there are some people that think that kneeling for the national anthem is just the worst thing in the history. I, I really don't want to get to this right. this topic. But all I'm saying is that he, Reed, there's no question he should have been signed by some team well, I think, in the past. I think this starts with youth football. This starts in high school football. The star athletes, those kids get away with murder. Right. I mean, they get away with not necessarily doing their homework, bad behavior and stuff like that. But you let the second or the third string kid get and they're suspended or I mean, and, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right at all. But it's just, it's 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 something that we it's a problem that we have in sports. It's a problem that, because ultimately it's never go away. It's never going to go. Never. It's never going to go away. We don't care. That bad boy. <laughs> the fans don't care. Let them play. That, but that's, I, that's played, I played high school basketball. And the stars on that team were failing classes. Absolutely. The coach would go to those teachers and say, give this guy a passing grade so he can play. Absolutely. Now, me coming off the bench, if I was fell on the course, <laughs> the coaches were nowhere to be found. Hey, Out coach, hey, hey, shut, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're failing your classes? Well, do better. <laughs> yeah. But if the it's, star centers yeah, class, hey, what, they're going to go to that teacher and say, hey, you got to find a way to make this person. Because that's that's the way it's been. That's the way it's always going to be. It's the terrible. star players are going to get that kind of treatment. And I think that's he, and, and I think, but I mean, you go back to, they win that, they win that Super Bowl. I think this whole conversation goes a different way. And on, I mean, with, with Cap? Yeah. I agree. If he's a Super Bowl champ, if he's a Super Bowl winner, I think this whole but thing think, goes different. It, it, I 100% agree with the, the, But the path, it changes for Kaepernick also. I know. I think that he would realize, hey, I'm a Super Bowl winner. Do I, I want to put all this? I disagree, I'm, 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 I disagree with y'all. I we talked about this before. We in the have. Past, we have. I don't know. I don't know. This, this, this exact same subject, but no, if we, we, have, we, we, we have. We have. kind of. We haven't gone into detail to it. To it. He but, wins that game. He wins that game. This 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 never happens. The the president of the United States doesn't have anything to talk about, and it's a whole different I conversation. I, I I can't put that on him. I feel like that's almost. I'm not saying it's his fault. No no no. I'm saying. I'm okay. So let me be clear. So I'm gonna make sure I'm not misconstruing your words. For anybody that thinks if he wins the Super Bowl, who doesn't take the knee, I think that's kind of like an assassination on his character. No, I don't I mean no, that's I, not I, what I, I was saying. Not, no, that's what no. I'm saying. That's why I, I got to be very, very but clear. But the thing is, if he wins the Super Bowl, he will be looked at in a different fashion. That part, From I agree that with moment it. on, I agree with that. So once he be, wins the Super Bowl, he's starting to do commercials. He's starting to endorse himself more. But he, he had going, commercials at that, but time. not at the level as a Super Bowl winner. Especially yeah. where Cap was at. Bro, I ain't never Cap seen, was Cap was I, popular. I, I ain't never seen Flacco on no commercials after that Super Bowl. Well, he in Baltimore. He, yes. didn't, he didn't have that swag. Not, that Cap not had he didn't have that Cap, swag. Yeah. But in Baltimore, he definitely did get more endorsements in that fashion. Yeah. Not nationally, but Kaepernick was up there. Yeah. Kaepernick was well known. Absolutely. If he would have won that Super Bowl, he would have got a lot more endorsements. It would be a lot more to think about before he took that knee. That's, that's a good all point. I'm I didn't think about that. That's a good that's point. I just saying. think the teams would have treated him differently. I, I that think too. they would have treated him. And I think I, even I think they he, wouldn't have a choice but to treat him. Absolutely. Differently. Right. Okay. But well, this, we, we, we all agree that would be different. Yeah. Right. Okay. Ah, oh, man. It's just funny how just things like that could change the whole. I mean, that could literally have changed the 
society in general. Right, right. You know what I mean? Because maybe it really we, was a lights going out. That's what changed the whole thing. That Jacoby Jones kickoff return. That's what it was. Ball game. All right. Okay. So we talked a lot of NFL. Let's 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 dive into some NBA here a little bit. Your boy LeBron James. This dude. This LeBron guy, like, James. Like a I did my first clap ever <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Oh my god! Two days, oh. two days. Um, so I guess I guess Trey's gonna start. I mean, well, so he was at media day, right? Um, the the LA media asked him some questions. Some of them may have been thought to be a little disrespectful. I guess. I mean, where's his loyalty to the team? Was one of the questions I guess that was asked. Um, do you is number six the jersey you always wear at practice? Little bitty things like that. I mean, what what are your opinions on the whole media thing, bro? It's, <laughs> I think Le- LeBron was playing a little coy, and 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 the, and, and the cynic person in me makes me leads me to believe that that some of that was a little prepped, and that I think that was some of that was staged, honestly, because there's no way that those people didn't know that he, what he was. I, I disagree. And his responses and his responses to that weren't like because I think LeBron will like either shut people down or come at them a little bit differently. I don't think he got after them like he normally would. But that's the Los Angeles media. That's right. the difference between right. being in Cleveland right. and being in I Los think, Angeles. I think because what you just said, that's the Los Angeles media. They don't know a lot of stuff about LeBron James. I think everybody knows about LeBron James. Nah, nah I, I didn't know. I mean, I knew his practice jersey number six, but I can understand how someone would not know that. Here's the LA, a casual L.A. Laker fan. There are a lot of casual L.A. fans. There are a lot of new L.A. fans because LeBron is there. And you bring up a great point. L.A.'s, I mean L.A. in general, mm-hmm. they have a lot of teams. Right. Football, basketball, Especially now. sports. People don't, they have so many just casual fans. Mm-hmm. They don't really have true bred right. fans. I grew up in L.A. because they have fans everywhere. Right. So people right. come to the games from from Houston, from mm-hmm. San Antonio. It's a party from, going to your games. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a like, club. Really there is. you go. That's your thing. It's a club. So the point there is it's LeBron. It's whatever, bro. Right. I mean, it's just like another star coming in there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I agree with you from the standpoint of I, – I agree with Trey. But I, it didn't. It did seem a little strange. Mm-hmm. Because because particular question about the jersey. The Come situation on was strange. You knew that. Yes, I think the situation was strange, but I don't think it was staged. I want to go as far as say it was staged. I don't I know. Think- I just I I I I feel like it because if you go at LeBron that way, he's known to be a little bit a little bit more standoffish. Give you a little bit more. It's his first. Uh, it's his first press conference yeah, as he, a Laker. Right. That's why I'm thinking. That's why I think that. Uh, that's why I think it was even more. He couldn't come off as the jerk that he's been known right. to be in the past. I agree. So he came off like I. I, I, I personally feel like some of that was staged. Or he was prepped for some of those questions. Like what? Like how would you not know that? Because otherwise, the old LeBron would have come at that conversation when it went went left quick. Well, this is a new LeBron. Yeah, this is LA LeBron. And let me tell you, brother, this is I'm telling you right now. Like you've joked, I've laughed, and I've joked, and we've talked about what that Laker team is going to look like. The attitude that he's taken with the roster that he has right now is, as a Laker fan, is it's it's refreshing. Because what we're seeing out of LeBron James is something, and I'm not comparing him to Kobe Bryant. We're seeing something a little different than with Kobe Bryant. With Kobe Bryant, he was like the, like he took a lot of the attention off of those guys, and and sometimes to a fault. And so where it was all about Kobe and I'm doing this to the team, I'm doing this, and I think he protected a lot of people. LeBron is kind of putting it out there and setting the expectations for the people out there. I don't know if you heard the comments about. Um, you know, if, if, when it comes to when they name a player, what comes to mind? He had a name for almost every single player that they add, they talked about on the roster. But he's kind of putting it out there like this isn't all about me. 
the Los Angeles Lakers organization, what they've done is a lot about this team. And he's putting the expectation on Rondo and Ball and Kuzma and Ingram. And I think that's something that we haven't really seen. Kobe's so he, kinda, has, he has the number four to other to other teams? I, I don't think – well, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I should can't he recall. Have? Yeah, he absolutely he should have. No, you know, no, no. I think, I think I, Kyrie Irving would be a Cavalier if he did. I disagree. This is a difference, though. I disagree with what exactly? Well, I, I think there's a reason why he hasn't done that in his career because his teams were never talented enough. I think this is probably the most talented team he's ever played on. I really Possibly. do. Possibly. And I say that because I'm a Laker fan. Well, let me say this, though. The Miami team, the initial Miami team was better. Uh-huh. But that's because they had two superstars. The rest of the team wasn't that talented. They just had role players. This Laker team, from 1 to 15 okay, or good. 1 to 12. I, I stay, if you state it that way, then yeah, yes, yeah. I agree with you. Yes. That team is stacked, bro. That team is really, really stacked. So from, from his standpoint is... Okay, I have a stacked team. I need to understand how to motivate these guys. Right. I think he's just trying. He knows he ain't winning chip this year. I think he's come Watch to that realization. Out. I think he. I think it's a realization. I think he does. I truly think he's come to that realization that he's not winning it this year. So why not? Can you coach wait till December up? or January to start talking that, please? No, the, when the the way he's talking, it seems like they're not. And, and, I, and I don't I think, think he's playing coy. No, I don't think he's playing coy. I don't think he's playing coy. I think he's playing coy. I think he's just like, you know, we got a, we got a long way to go. It's going to be a work in progress. Because let's not forget what happened when he went to Miami with that quote-unquote stack team. They came out and people were like, what the hell is this? This is not what we signed up for. <laughs> this ain't one, two, three. This is not that. Yeah. But I think when when – because the Lakers weren't that bad last – they lost a lot of close games, but they didn't have his leadership. And they didn't have – I mean, I think Luke Walton didn't know what the hell he was doing with the roster that he had. We talked about this before. That brother ain't gonna survive. I think. Well, I think that he will because <laughs> it's not gonna survive. It's gonna be LeBron's team. I mean, he's gonna help coach that team. But I think Luke Walton can. Luke Walton can sit back there and be whew. Like as long as he's not Bill O'Brien, we're gonna be good. <laughs> we're gonna be really good. But I think what LeBron is asking of his teammates, I think they all have to step up. And there, those. Rayshon Rondo's in Los Angeles. That dude with that attitude, his cockiness. They're gonna man, love him. Man, oh my god, he's, gonna, gonna, be, he's gonna be a fan favorite. I mean, this is everything Rayshon Rondo's ever wanted. Yeah. The only thing that worries me about this Laker team is this is chemistry. I don't know if they're gonna be able to mesh. That's that's the only thing I'm worried about. They have a lot of players that play similar roles to me, bro. But there's what if you're a Laker right now? Mm-hmm. If you're Lance Stevenson or JaVel McGee, you know the Lakers got a lot of money to spend next year. I'm on this team. If I don't mess up, I'm going to be playing with a couple of superstars and arguably have the opportunity to be on the so best team. So you think this this season is just a season to see what they got, and then after that, they're going to try to build next year? Uh, 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 now, I'm, not, I'm That's saying That's when that, Kevin Durant will be there next year. Or some, I'm just telling you right now, those guys are like, I ain't going to mess this up. I am not going you to. You're playing with LeBron James. You got media. You have zero pressure. You have zero pressure whatsoever because at the end of the day, if the Lakers don't do well, who are they going to blame? LeBron. LeBron. James. LeBron. And if they win, who gets the credit? LeBron James. <laughs> it's just, I, I'll say this though: this is the thing with the Lakers. I agree with you with the pressure standpoint, but it's LA, baby. Yes. What happens, particularly if they have a good record? I mean, they end up the four seed, and you play the Warriors, and you know the way LeBron is. Let's say they still game one. It's ratcheted up. Oh, absolutely. It's all the way to the top. Absolutely. This is the thing I'm most excited about. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. I love playoff basketball in Staples Center. It's something about Staples Center during the playoffs. It is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, I would love to see them. We talked about this before. That back home in form series with the Lakers and Warriors, it will be similar to the Kings and the Lakers. It's absolutely fantastic for the NBA. For the Lakers to be back in the playoffs – and to have those rivalries and new rivalries start because of playoffs. That. The, the Lakers and the Rockets 
that would just bring back a whole bunch of old clips where we have uh, Ralph Sampson and those guys going to get, going against Magic Johnson and stuff like that. I mean, and then you have the Lakers going up against the Warriors. That's a whole brand new Warrior uh, rivalry within California itself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great for the NBA, no doubt. I think we'll I think we'll see a lot come out of this, um, and not just. I mean, we, I don't want to put the Lakers in the playoffs because they haven't even played the full season yet. But I think. I think we'll see some rule changes after this um, when it comes to playoff teams. Uh, I think the NBA will probably rush to judgment and say, you know what? Yeah, we just going to put everybody in, a, in, a, in, a, in one big old bracket. I hope it, they don't do that. No more eight from the east and eight from the um, eight from the west. I think they're going to change that. It eventually has to be they changed. Because so the have way to that change. players are going, bouncing from team to team – Back in the day, when you had you know t- uh, players on one team for a long extended period of time, it makes sense to have two conferences. I'm scared to buy jerseys, bro. Exactly. I don't want. I mean, I I don't even want to do it. You know, because I'm a fan of the game, so I love. I mean, I like a, I like a lot of players. Love a lot of players. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. I think that kid's one of the best players in the game. But if, if Milwaukee doesn't get it together, I know he says he wants to stay there, but he's gonna have to go. He has to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He absolutely has to. And I think. The deals and stuff like this with LeBron and what I think the and back to the Lakers, I think what those Laker players are going to be like, man, I got it made right now. Look, nobody's talking about this. I think if you're the Lakers from the Lakers standpoint, if you look at their assets, if the Pelicans start off slow, hypothetically, yeah, bruh, I would give them Ingram, whoever you need, just give and get Anthony Davis and LeBron playing with Rondo running that. That team is a championship team. That team can win the chip. It cha- I think it changed the. F- I mean, I think we thought about it, but it, I think even LeBron said it in media day. Like, it didn't really hit home that he was a Laker until media day, and it was like, wow, I'm like, I'm really a Los Angeles Laker, and I thought that was sincere from him because he talked about it and talked about it. But now, when you go and, I mean, the mystique, the R. I mean, they've changed up their uniforms a little bit for him, and and it's a new, it's like a new day, it's like a new Laker organization is back out there, all because of one man, yeah, which is crazy. He's the only one that could do it, though. No, no other player could go there and, and do this for the Lakers. I don't think so. No. I don't know. Who? No, nobody else could. Nobody else. The only, there's Not only to two. this magnitude. Well, there's two players. Steph Curry, I think, could. He could. Steph he Curry could and Durant could. And Durant. I th- that, th- those would be the people that I would say. I think the next level would be Harden. Even though people people may, people hate on Harden, but he's from L.A. I think if he went back, they would welcome him with open arms. They were about to get, welcome Paul George with open arms until LeBron came. Yeah. They, just, they even remember that brother area yeah. code. I think it's going to be interesting. Nobody's in the level with LeBron James. I don't care what y'all say. Well, that's obvious. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's but, all well, I, I think Steph Curry would be, though, man. Yeah, but you you don't need – you don't have to be the LeBron James – to Chris's point, you don't have to be the LeBron James type caliber to get L.A. fans excited. You remember when Steve Nash and Steve Nash was damn near washed up and Dwight Howard went there. Everybody was like, whoa, we're going to win well, the championship. Well, that's because that was because, Shaq was coming. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, it's just I'm, – I'm so excited, man. Sunday – they play their first preseason game, and I'm I've never been this excited about preseason basketball ever. Yeah, but LeBron, think, is LeBron playing preseason game? He, I think he has to. I think he said he's not playing Sunday. He's not playing preseason basketball. That's he why said I thought, that. I, I, thought, I think I he said he's not playing preseason basketball. That. I didn't hear that. I think he has. I to. think he says he's playing like maybe one game. That's fine. We'll take it. But I think what you're gonna see, you're gonna see some. You're gonna see this 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 basketball season. I know we joke about baseball. First of all. The baseball playoff season is going to be one of the best we've ever seen. I'm just telling you right now. Postseason, baseball postseason will be one of the best we've ever seen. But the what's getting ready to go down in the Western Conference this year, I think you're going to see more parity in the Western Conference than you've seen in a very long time. 
a very long time. I don't think the Warriors have the type of regular season that people think that they have because I think some of the other teams will will, will not figure them out, but I think the Warriors will rest on some of their laurels. You're going to see better basketball in the Western Conference than you've seen in decades. I'm just being – I, I really honestly believe that. You're, really, you're just hyped up right now. You're really hyped. Trey, no, Trey, Trey I mean, I've like, been waiting for basketball. I mean, I, y'all I, should I, see Trey sweating. And I, everything. I am, but I'm just. Telling, I think you're going to see bat. I mean, I think who, who christens the Lakers' first home game? Um, who was our first home game? I think it's the Rockets. Uh, October 16th or 15th. I think it's Might the Rockets. Maybe the Rockets. Uh, Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I thought about getting a ticket to go have watch you, Have you heard these rumors uh, those about? Those tickets probably like $50,000, bro. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard the rumors about Rockets trying to get Jimmy? Jimmy. The Jimmy Butler. They Ooh. already got a Jimmy. Have you heard the rumors about that, Chris? I've heard the rumors. Um, they're trying to put a package together. Mm-hmm. I don't know what package, package they're trying to either. put together. I don't know either. But if they're able to somehow pull that off and only have to give up Eric Gordon. Not happening. Bruh. It's over. Oh, the Rockets. Parody, parody. Oh, yeah, the Rockets get Jimmy Butler. It's you can done. mark it now. The it's Rockets, done. it's done. It's, Rock, done. it's done. Well, when I say it's done, they're going to be highly competitive against the Warriors. And those only two teams you'll be looking at. Did you hear what, I don't care what the Lakers do. Did you hear what Andre Iguodala said about the Rockets series from last season? What did he say? He said, if I were healthy, it would have been a 4 Oh, yeah, series. he did. He did say that. Rouch. Idiots. <laughs> Lakers play the Blazers, Rockets, and Spurs out the gate. Mm. Oh, so is their first home game against the Rockets? The Rockets, yeah. The, the October 20th. Okay, they the start point. off on the road against the Blazers. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. But you guys are going to – I I think that you guys are going to actually, hopefully, win your division. I think the the Rockets and Spurs are going to be a lot better than what people thought. What do you mean, Just, hopefully? What do you mean, hopefully? Who, who's going to challenge the Rockets? He said the Spurs. He just said the Spurs. The Spurs. I'm telling you, the Spurs are going to be better than I thought. I hate that <laughs> I said that. You know, you know the problem with Trey is, is like, you live in Houston, bro. We're going to give out your address soon, obviously. We're going to work on that. <laughs> Bro, why are you hating, bro? I'm not listening. I'm pure, saying the pure, no, it's just hate. It's, it's pure. I don't the, hate Rockets the Rockets are the second the, best team the in Rockets the Western Conference. The Rockets fans are more annoying than the Rockets are, so I don't hate the Rockets. I'm just telling you right now, the Spurs are going to be better than I thought. Not that's just my opinion. I'm telling you, the Spurs are going to be better than I thought they were. But that's not that's not the same as saying hopefully they win. That's like I think the Spurs. <laughs> I think the Spurs are going to give them fits. I think they're going to have trouble, and I don't think I don't think you're going to have a 60 win or 59 team, 58 team. I mean, 58 win season. We, we, we've said this all summer long. For some reason, people are just off the Rockets bandwagon. Rockets are not the best team to challenge the Warriors is the Celtics. Rockets can't make uh, uh make it to the conference semifinals. It's just blah, 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 blah. You said it last season. The Rockets got better this offseason. So we'll cut we'll see you when the season not, comes. I don't know if you got better. Okay. We've been through we've been down this road before. Every single person on national media keeps saying Why? you lost Trevor Reza, you lost Luke and Bob Mute. Bro, the did you watch the only did you watch the Rockets was last Trevor Reza. season? Right. So so, it. so listen, I'm not hating on the Rockets. I told you there's gonna be more parity across how did, the How Western did they Con- not get better though? I don't think that they got better. I don't think you adding Carmelo Anthony and getting rid of Trevor Reese, I don't think that's a I fair think, trade. I, think I, I, I wouldn't trade them. We're not just talking about Carmelo Anthony. I'm not i I'm talking about Carmelo coming off a bench, which will work. You have uh, For now. I think it'll work. James Ennis, nobody's talking about that that dude. But all I know is all, know you, all you hear from the Rockets after the first two practice sessions like, whoa, James Ennis. That's all you he's hear. A, he's a player. Because he's a beast. Who they they have a backup point Grizzlies. guard. Uh-huh. Come on They now. have two backup point guards now, finally, that can take the Michael pressure Carter off. Michael Carter-Williams is playing. Well. Yeah. We are in the high five on Michael Carter-Williams. Yeah. And Marquise Chris, nobody's talking about him. The Rockets have a backup that's just as agile as Clint Capella. You just got to put him in a role. Chris Rockets is a good player. Better. Rockets are better. Yeah, I, I, the Rockets are better. I'm bro. just telling you, 
there will be more parity in the NBA. So I'm not, I'm not poo pooing on the Rockets. I'm just, I told you the Warriors. I don't think the Warriors no, you, are going to win you, it. Well, you said hopefully they're going to win. You took division. it that way. That was you took it no, that way. Hopefully, is you the also key told word. Me, you also told me the Texans going to win the division. You want to say that? <laughs> I, I still stand by that. I, 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 I still stand by that. I still stand by that. I still stand by that. Until until they go until they go zero and four, I, look, I will look, stand by see, that. This is the problem with both of y'all. Y'all don't know when to jump off the bandwagon. I do. I'm not on that bandwagon no more. I'm off. So I'm off that bandwagon. So you said the I can't even say it. The Texans are going to win the division until <laughs> until hey, I'm a I'm a man. I'm a man, okay? Until they go 0 and 4, I still believe that. They will win the division. Yes, sir. Mark the tape. That's what I said. Wow. I asked you to temper those expectations. Temper your expectations for the Rockets. Temper your expectations for the Cowboys as well. Okay, fine. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Oh, man, another podcast, another day. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this podcast. It was, I hope you were entertained. I was thoroughly entertained. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> Are you not entertained? One of my favorite movies of all time, by the way. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe or you can follow us on Podbean. Subscribe on our, um, our website. That's newchannelsports.com. Or you can follow us on Podbean. That's newchannelsports.podbean. Dot com and that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. You guys want to add anything else before we dip out? The next time we see each other, the process for Laker Nation rebirth will have officially begun. Shout out to the Astros. Go get them this weekend. Start of the well, next weekend, start of the playoffs. Go get it. Back to back. Baseball is garbage, but Astros are legit. Boy, can you can, are you can, see, are can you tell us what shirt you're wearing right now? What yeah, shirt are you wearing right like now? That's like the second podcast. I, said I love Astros, man. And, and, I love the Astros. How is how is the Dynamo playing in the tournament during the regular season? Do you know how many of my Nigerian friends are upset with you? Why? Because what you said about soccer. What about soccer? If they see you out in the streets, bro, you're done. You have the 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 Dynamo playing in a. Tournament in the during the season, U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, they won it, and they were happy about that. Bro. Hey, bro, come on, who does that? Nobody does that. Sock. Thanks for listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments, please rate the podcast with five stars, and don't forget to subscribe.